0: الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن
1: الرحيم يا أيها
0: الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله
1: إن الله خبير بما تعملون
0: وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الكيس من دال نفسه وعمل لما بعد الموت والعاجز من أتبع نفسه هواها وتمنى على الله أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected all of my kiram, brothers and elders. Yesterday we discussed the importance of halwa of this seclusion with Allah Taala, having time to be in solitude with Allah Taala, where a person is totally cut out from everything, totally without any disturbance, any distraction. And he has this time of complete seclusion with Allah Ta'ala alone. This is not something that is confined to a'tikaf. When a person is in a'tikaf only then this is a requirement or something that's advised. But rather this is something for us for our daily life. This importance of halwa was discussed to some extent yesterday, but the aspect is now that what is to be done in this khalwat? that there should be some time of complete solitude, some time where a person is totally without any distraction, any disturbance. As mentioned, here in our current situation, that khalwa bil abdan, That physical khalwat is Difficult But out of Ramadan Or out of atikaaf That too should be something that a person should Aspire for Or to make the effort for That he is completely in solitude physically And then his heart and mind is completely in solitude This is complete the Solitude with Allah Ta'ala so what is to be done in this khalwat One is to start off with that even if this starts off for a short duration but something that is done with consistency though it might be for a short duration, in time it will bring its full benefit. And as time goes Gradually, a person increases the time. But the key element is consistency. Consistency. Something done in a very big quantity, very great amount, for one day, two days, and then completely neglected thereafter. So for that time that a person did something, mashallah, he'll get the reward of it. But that benefit of conditioning the heart through that amal, that will come through the consistency. The most beloved of a'mal to Rasulullah wasallam was ما ديم wa in In terms of the nawafil, the extra a'mal that a person should try to do. Those a'mal on which there is consistency, even though if the quantity is less. So this khalwa, even though that seclusion, the time might be five minutes for a start, Daily. Allah Ta'ala gift offering 10 minutes for a start. Otherwise even 5 minutes for a start. But, what is to be done in this time? So one is that there should be more time. So in that khalwat, if it is, this is what really opens out a person's eyes. This is what starts making him understand his reality. This is what brings him to understand what is his true position. Otherwise a person, there are so many things that affect the heart despite a person's righteous amal. A person mashallah is very punctual with his salah, five times a day with jama'ah, takbir ulah. He has a missed one day. He's not neglecting his tasbihat, his zikr. Mashallah he gets tremendous joy in dua. And all these things mashallah are continuing. But there are such things that affect the heart which these amal sometimes are not sufficient to combat that. Because the strength of our amal is so weak. Person suddenly his heart becomes affected with pride, affected with ujb, with vanity. Person starts thinking something great about himself. Then he starts looking down upon others. Person starts then Harboring all kinds of other evils in his heart, malice sometimes sets in, some jealousy comes away into the heart. Now the person sometimes becomes beguiled by the other amal that he's doing that everything is perfect, whereas mashallah those are in his place, but that itself doesn 't mean everything is perfect if the heart is contaminated with all these major sins, and these are major major Cancers of the spiritual heart. These are like atom bombs in the heart. That pride, pride is such an atom bomb in the heart that Nabi Salaam says that person won't enter Jannah who has pride to the extent of a mustard seed. This ujb and vanity, jealousy, malice, all the other evils of the heart. So these things, how is this going to be addressed? What is going to Rip the heart of all these evils. What's going to cleanse the heart out of this? Now this is what is a very important component of that khalwat. A very important amal that needs to be practiced in that khalwat. In that seclusion. And this is what the mashayikh term as muhasabah. Muhasaba, very easily to understand it is, person the whole day has passed in his business. At the end of the day what he does? He starts counting. He cashes in. He's recording also how much came in. He's taking stock. Every day he's cashing in but every now and then he's even going into more detail. And at least once a year he's taking full stock of everything. What's the whole object of this exercise? Of this daily stock taking and daily counting and cashing up and then this more detailed stock taking from time to time. Am I in a profit situation or a loss? Where am I heading? And especially if a person is in a kind of partnership and if he has for example handed his capital to somebody that now you go and you do the trading and I'll be the sleeping partner. But the time comes to start distributing the profits. Now he is taking Hisab Kitab very, very carefully. I don't know what this person did and came. Whether he is now giving me my full share, or whether he ran it at a loss, what he did is muhasaba. person is now checking the accounts properly. He doesn't understand it fully. He is asking his accountant to check it. But he is now very conscious about checking it very carefully. It's is muhasabah, Hisab Kitab. Unfortunately, this is something we neglect. This muhasaba, whereas we look in the Quran Sharif, this has been already given to us in the Quran Sharif. In the ayat of the Quran Sharif that was recited, Allah Taala says, "Ya Ayuhaladina Amnu Taqullah Wal Tanzur Nafsum Ma qaddamat Li Gad." O oh, you who believe, Allah Taala, this is the theme of the Mubarak month of Ramadan. And throughout the Quran Sharif, from beginning to end, this is the recurring theme, taqwa. taqwa. Because Allah, Allah has placed everything for us in this taqwa. The reality of taqwa is acquired. All our problems that we are so concerned about. Allah, Allah is giving us the solution in the Quran Sharif. The one who truly adopts taqwa. Unfortunately, our taqwa is... A, uh, a selective taqwa. In certain things, mashallah, we become very muttaqi. And certain things, like, they don't apply. It's like, something that doesn't apply to us. It's not something that I should be concerned about. Whereas, these are all ahkam of Allah wa Ta'ala, all the laws of deen, whether it is something pertaining to mu'asharat, something pertaining to mu'amalat, our social life, our business dealings, whatever it is. All this is part of deen. So in some things, mashallah, we adopt very great taqwa. and some things completely, like it doesn't apply to us. It doesn't apply to us as if it was not even a part of deen in any way. So the full benefit of taqwa will come when a person is fully into taqwa. The Qur'an Sharif Allah Ta'ala says, that, Ala innu that only with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, bi This is taqdeem ma haqqahu ta'akhir yufidul hasr. In this manner in which this has been the construction of the sentence has a specific meaning that it gives. It gives the meaning of restricting the peace of the heart only to the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. It's not just with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala do the heart get peace. It is only in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala do the heart get peace. Uh, this remembrance is the itaat essentially, the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. So now some person says, but I'm making zikr daily, or I'm doing other amal and so on, but this peace and contentment is not coming in my heart. So, example I Wala used to give, that if a person, uh, if a fish is in water, but its tail is sticking out, so how peaceful would that fish be in water? Mashallah, three-quarters of that body is in water. But that fish, there isn't, there isn't enough water in that, whatever that fish is in, to have the whole body in. The tail is sticking out. Just because the tail is sticking out, it will still be like a fish out of water. Whereas, the stick out of his body is in water. But when it will be 100% in water, it will be submerged. Then it will be like a fish in water. Then it will be at peace. Otherwise it will still be like a fish out of water. So likewise when a person is submerged in the itaat of Allah, he is submerged in the remembrance of Allah, then he will get the full benefit of this, what Allah is promising, Allah bizikrillahi tatmainnul qulub. Then the hearts will get total peace. So likewise when a person will come totally into taqwa, not departmentalized taqwa, not selective taqwa, whether it is ibadat, mu'amalat, mu'asharat, akhlaq, whether it is refraining from all the things Allah Ta'ala has forbidden, whether it's the sins of the eyes, sins of the ears, sins of the heart, then the person will gain all these promises that Allah Ta'ala has given in the Quran Sharif. Who can be more truthful than Allah Ta'ala? Allah Ta'ala is giving all the promises to us in the Quran Sharif based on taqwa the one who will adopt taqwa in reality, Allah Ta'ala will give him a solution out of every problem. Every person's concern and every person's cry, my risk, and things are difficult and whatever else. Allah Ta'ala is giving this promise in the Quran Sharif. Allah Ta'ala will grant him sustenance from sources he cannot imagine. From sources he cannot imagine, Allah Ta'ala will provide so, this taqwa is again in this ayat and all the other various ayats. So, min amrihi yusra. Person who adopts taqwa, Allah Taala will grant ease to him in everything. Allah Taala will make everything easy for him, whether it is the matters of deen, whether it is the matters of dunya. The promise is in taqwa. furqana. Person who adopts taqwa, Allah Taala will grant this furqan within him. This ability to truly distinguish what is right and wrong. Otherwise, as a result of sin, one of the harms of sin is that the intelligence gets affected. The person's thinking becomes blunted. Can't think correctly. Something glaring, he can't, can't think of it correctly. And something that is so detrimental and harmful, and it will cause such destruction to him, but his mind can't fathom it. So, in any case, all these promises in the Quran, Sharif, Allah Taala is based on taqwa. In this ayat again, Allah Taala is saying, "Ya ayyuhan alladina amunut O you who believe, fear Allah. Ta'ala. And then, "Wal tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat lighad." Every person, every soul should consider what he has sent ahead for tomorrow. To sit and consider what he has sent ahead for tomorrow. Like a person sitting and checking now, how much he's earned, what's the profit? He's counting. Checking, was the a profit or a loss? There's both sides, some debits and some credits, what's the balance? Where am I standing? So just as a person is concerned about his dunya, he's taking hisab, he's checking and double checking and counting and getting the accountant to count and what about his debits and credits of akhirat? How much way is he standing? And while there's life, there's still a chance to then make amends, to rectify things. But once life has gone, then it's too late. So that is the whole objective. That is the purpose. That The person now is going to make hisab kitab, make this muhasabah, count, check and double check, in order to now propel him to action. So Allah, Allah, Allah is saying, nafsum ma every soul should consider and see what has he sent forward for tomorrow. Now this tomorrow is being referred to the akhirat but Allah Taala says ghad. Ghad literally translated tomorrow. To bring to our hearts and minds that how close that is. That it is as imminent as tomorrow. And a person whose death has come, man مات faqad kamat The person who has passed through is piyamat started. So, Qiyamah is as close as tomorrow for anybody, and closer than tomorrow. So, this ayat of the Quran, Sharif, is spurring us towards this consideration, thinking, pondering, making this muhasabah, thinking about what have I done, what have I sent forward, good deeds or evil deeds, how much good deeds, what is the condition of my salah, can I present? How many salah can I present in the court of Allah Ta'ala? And what kind of salah have I presented? To start off with the quantity. And then was it with Jama'ah? With all my five salah daily performed. Then was it with Jama'ah, which is wajib for males? And then what was the quality of that salah? And in this manner, the zakat, the fast, the hajj, if hajj is fard, and all the other obligations of deen, what have I sent forward? What kind of amal have I sent? And on the other side, what have I been doing? Where is all this going? Where is this getting recorded? What actions have I done with my eyes? What have I done with my ears? What have I spoken? Where have I gone? Where did I take this legs and walk to? What has my hands been touching? This mahasabha, this is something that is being encouraged in this ayat of the Quran Sharif, and it is established from the lives of the Sahaba Kiram and from the lives of the pious predecessors, that this was a part of their lives. This daily muhasabah. At the end of the day, a person, like he takes stock of his business, takes stock of whatever else, takes stock of his a'mal, whatever i done for today. And when a person will do this with regularity, this will start creating fikr within him it will start creating some concern. Start creating some sense of shame. But today I ate all the na'mat of Allah ta'ala. And at the same time I did so many, so many evil things. I did so many deeds that Allah ta'ala is displeased with. What's wrong with me? Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He is Amirul Mu'mineen. So one Sahabi says that I happened to just come along and Allah Umar radiallahu was inside a garden. There was a wall, so I just happened to come on the outside, so he couldn't see me. And he didn't realize that his voice is reaching out. And he felt at that time he was alone. So now he is talking, so to say, to himself. What is he saying? Umar ibn al-Khattab, Amir al-Mu'mineen, In a way like how somebody is deriding someone he says, oh, Umar ibn Khattab really, you are Amir mumineen excellent man? now this is not throwing himself out he is reminding himself that listen you think you are Amirul Mukminin from his perspective now, this is how he is addressing himself you think you are Amir Mu'minin, bakhil? Wow, subhanallah you're already on this pedestal eh? and then he's saying to himself he is behind this wall, but his voice is reaching out, which he wasn't realizing at that time. And he's saying to himself, "The taqiyah na Watch out! You better fear Allah Taala, otherwise He's going to punish you." Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu taala that personality who Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Laukana baghi nabiyan lau Umar." Had there been a nabi after me, there have been Umar that personality who rasulullah sallallahu said that when you walk from one end shaitan flees from the other end but this is his concern he's addressing himself he's chastising himself and in this way he is reminding himself that look i have to face allah taala tomorrow so despite all these great glad tidings from rasulullah sallallahu one of the asharai mubashsharat one of those ten Sahaba who were given the glad tidings of Jannah in that one occasion, on that one occasion. Apart from that, there were many others, but on this one occasion, ten Sahaba's name Nabi Asun took, who became known as the Ashara Asharai Mubasharat. He is the second on that list. And so many other great virtues of his. But this is his personal condition. That he is not allowing any of these things to affect him to think good about himself. He is concerned about his condition. MashaAllah, if we perform four four salah for the day, we are very happy with ourselves. That one salah we must, that too doesn't matter now. Because I made four salah for the day. And if we made some tilawat for the day, subhanAllah. And together with that, we made some tasbihat and dua. then this is already now, we are close to mi'raj. Whereas, our amal, what is the quality of it? To what extent do we think about ourselves in this manner? Whereas this was the general condition of the Sahaba I Kiram. radiallahu ta'ala, he is walking somewhere Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala'an, who meets him and he asks him, how are you Hanzala? So what is his immediate response? Nafaqa alhamdulillah. Nafaqa alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah is a munafiq. We are talking about the golden era in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa sallam. Now this is the extent to which they were conscious about their hearts. Conscious about themselves. All the time checking within themselves. This muhasaba, Checking, sitting and thinking about it. Pondering. So this was what brought about this response. Naafiqa hanzala. How can hanzala be a munafiq? So when Abu Akr asked him, how can that be possible? So he now explains himself, what he is referring to. He sees when we are in the company of Rasulullah وسلم. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam talks about Jannah and talks about Jahannam, anna ra'ya ayni, it is as if these are realities in front of our eyes, as if we can see it. In other words, our Iman is at such a level, that this is not just something spoken about, about a distant thing, it's right in front of our eyes. That's how such a surge of Iman we enjoy. But then when we come home, we get involved in our... Various activities of the home and attending to our chores and whatever else with our families. Then, Naseena kasiran. we forget a lot about this. Meaning, that that becomes a little behind the mind. It goes to the back of the mind, so to say. That it's not as vivid as when we are in the company of Rasulullah sallallahu Rasul says, well, if that's your condition, that's mine as well. Now, what made him bring about this? He considered this. He checked within himself. When I'm in the company of Rasulullah Wasallam, this is the surge of Iman, I feel. When I come home, with something else. Why? Now, this bothered him. And this bothered him to what an extent? He started thinking about himself as a munafiq. Whereas Rasulullah Wasallam then controlled him that this is not ifaq. But this was the extent of his concern. And he didn't take it lightly. Well, okay, fine, this must be one of those things. We miss our a'mal, we miss our faraid, our wajibat, our sunnat gets neglected and we think nothing about it, it's just fine, it's one of those things, we'll sort it out later, we'll make qaza about it and it just, life carries on. The reason is this muhasaba hasn't happened. This muhasaba is neglected. So he made this muhasaba, this brought about the spontaneous response, nafaqah hanzala. So in any case now they both come to Rasulullah sallallahu and they explain, Hazrat explains that Nasaka Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam asks, how can that be? So he explains the same thing again. Nabi Sallallahu says, no don't think about it in that way. Uh, if you truly had to remain on that same surge of iman that you experienced in my company, if you remained on that at every moment, Nabi Sallallahu says that you would have reached such a level the Malaika would have been shaking hands with you on your ways, but walaqin sa'atan wasa'atan sa'atan wasa'atan. Wa sa'atan, all this happens in gradual stages. Nothing, everything doesn't happen in the press of a button. So gradually everything will progress further. But the lesson for us is this muhasaba. He made this muhasaba. This is the common thing among the sahaba kiram, among the tabi'in, and. All the pious predecessors, one very great personality, Ibrahim Taimi, he says, I visualize, on the one side, I sit and think about it. I see myself, and I visualize, and imagine myself, that I'm eating the fruit of Jannah. I'm drinking out of the rivers of Jannah. I'm in the company of the Hoors of Jannah, and all the other ni'mat and bounties of Jannad. And Then I stop, and then I turn my mind. And on the other side, I'm eating out of the bitter fruit of Jahannam. I'm drinking the pus and blood of Jahannam. I'm trying to drag along those chains with which I'm shackled within Jahannam. And then I ask myself, what you want? You want this or you want that? And then obviously, who wants Allah Ta'ala forbid Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us? Who wants to be anywhere close to Jahannam? She says, well, if you don't want Jahannam, then now you better wake up and start practicing. You better now become active us start getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. But now taking this time to sit down, to ponder, to make this Hisab Kitab, to make this Muhasabah, to think about it, to visualize oneself. This is Jannat in front of me. Allah forbid there's Jahannam in front of me. Where I want to head to. And currently the way I'm living my life, where am I heading? Which direction am I going? Allah forbid if my moth comes now, where I'll finish off? This Muhasabah, sitting and thinking... Daily pondering, which direction am I heading in? Now this khalwat, this khalwat has to become, this is a very important part of this khalwat, that a person takes time to sit down in seclusion daily. Daily, to think about his own self, his own life. To think about all the na'mats of Allah. Ta'ala. One of the aspects of this muhasabah, to, to think about all the naamats of Allah. Ta'ala. What would I benefit today? Starting off with my physical na'mats, there are people who are blind in Munya. I was seeing the whole day. There are people who are deaf. I could hear all the sounds. I could hear the speaking. I could hear my children talking. My grandchildren perhaps, that sweet sounds of their talking I could hear. I could hear whatever the melodious recitation of the Qur'an All these things I heard. There are people who are dumb. Allah Taala blessed me with hearing speaking. Today I have been speaking the whole day. So many things I spoke. There are people who are crippled. They can't walk. Allah Taala enabled me to walk. I walked with freedom. I didn't have any difficulty. There are people having so many diff- different issues and ailments. They are laying in hospital beds. Allah Ta'ala gave me the sihat and the health. I've been conducting myself freely without any hindrance and difficulty. Now all this Allah Ta'ala blessed me with. How did I use this? This na'mat of the eye, Allah Ta'ala bless me. What I did I do with this? How much I looked into the kalam of Allah Ta'ala. And Allah forbid, did I look at things that Allah Ta'ala is displeased with. So what answer am I going to give to Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah? So now think and imagine the day of Qiyamah has come away. And I'm being Christian about this. What answer I will give? What I spoke? Allah Ta'ala blessed me with this tongue. How many things I spoke that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. And how often I use this tongue to cause so much of harm. To cause so much of strife and problems for people. To how many things I spoke which are so filthy and dirty. Now where am I heading? What what sugar did I make for this na'mat and this gift of this tongue Allah Allah blessed me with? In this manner all the physical na'mat and bounties. This wealth Allah ta'ala gave me. This food I ate. This food which Allah taala gave me as his blessing. And then I ate it with izzat and afiat, And then it got went into my stomach and didn't become a problem for me. It got digested. Otherwise, if that food goes down and becomes a problem, that too is a major issue. <clears throat> All this Allah made possible for me. What did I do in return? What did I do in return? Where did I use this energy? Now, this muhasabah, this thinking in this manner, when a person will engage in this muhasabah, and then he will find now certain things, Alhamdulillah, with the taufiq of Allah Ta'ala, that too, the quality is something which we still have to be very concerned about. Allah Taala, there were certain righteous actions and that should bring shukr. Ya Allah, this too was purely your gift and na'mad. But then our eyes will open out to certain wrongs that we've done. Not that we didn't know we did it. But inshallah, with this consistency on this muhasabah, some shame will come in the heart. Some concern will come that this can't remain like this. How long am i going to carry on like this? What if my death comes suddenly? But this consistency on the muhasabah, this nafs will inshallah become nafs-lawwama. This inna bisu This nature of the nafs, that it just keeps inciting towards evil, this will inshallah become nafs-lawwama. la-aqsimu biyomil qiyamah wa la-aqsimu bin-nafs-lawwama That when this nafs becomes a rebuking nafs, it becomes so great already Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam upon it. Walla nafsil That now this nafs is rebuking a person. Look, don't do this. This is wrong. Allah Ta'ala is displeased with this. This is haram. Don't you have any shame in you? And all the things that the nafs will now start rebuking him. That don't do the wrong. So this muhasabah should become part and parcel of our daily amal. That we sit down dedicated time in seclusion. And... Then when all these wrongs come in front of us, like a person chastises, all day we scolding somebody. Especially if you are in some situation of authority, we have somebody working under us, or even if it's just some maid that's in the house sometimes, some servant or whatever, but we are all the time scolding somebody or the other. But we haven't stopped to scold ourselves. We haven't stopped to chastise our own nafs. All these things the nafs has done which are so blatant, so evil, so wrong, I and chastise it. And just as the Umar radi- radiallahu ta'ala anhu is talking to himself, لَتَتَّقِيَنَّ اللَّهِ أَوْ that Watch out, you rather be fearing Allah ta'ala, otherwise he's going to punish you. Talk to the nafs where you want to go to. You want to be in jahannam, you want to have the azab of the qabr, then that must spur a person to tawbah. The righteous actions must spur a person towards shukar. This wrongs that now come in front of him must now spur him towards first. This must bring that shame, must bring that consciousness of how terrible this is. And then that must spur him towards tawbah. Allah, I spend this day in a very bad way. Allah, I'm making sincere tawbah today. I am begging your forgiveness. And I'm pledging that, inshallah, tomorrow I will conduct myself in a better manner. Tomorrow I won't repeat the same things. Tomorrow I won't misuse my eyes. Tomorrow I won't commit haram with my ears. Tomorrow I won't speak all this evil. And tomorrow I won't do all these other sins that I committed today. So the Tawbah, which must now bring along that pledge for the next day, that, inshallah, I will refrain from all these sins. Allah forbid the next day he might fall into something again. That night he will now make the Muhasabah again. But when he makes that muhasabah again, inshallah, it will create more shame. But yesterday also I said the same thing. Yesterday I pledged to Allah that I'm not gonna do it. And I went and did the same thing again. How base have I become? What is the problem with me? When a person will do this regularly, then inshallah that day will come very soon. That that shame will come to the point where just as a person is ashamed to commit sin in front of insan. He'll become ashamed to commit sin in front of Rabbul Insan. Whereas that is the main thing. Allah is all away all the time. But this is the weakness of this Insan that he is worried about Insan but forgot Rabbul Insan. Khaliqul Insan. So this will then create that shame, that concern in his heart. And now he will be able to, inshallah, refrain from all the things Allah has forbidden. So this muhasabah is also a very, very important aspect that as we understood from the ayat of the Quran Sharif and in one hadith Sharif we will conclude on this, where Rasulullah says, Al Kay nafsa. Lima ba'da that the intelligent person, after the Tarawih Salah we discussed the Hadith Sharif about intelligence, person who prepares for death. There's also a similar uh, aspect that is mentioned here. Al Kay nafsa. Dana nafsah literally, or one of the meanings, the person who guards his nafs, he's all the time watching, it mustn't do anything wrong. Imam Tirmizi rahimahullah has quoted this hadith sharif and then explains it also, that this dana nafsah is that person who makes muhasabah of this nafs, before the day comes when he's going to be taken to account. Before that day comes when he's going to be taken to account, he's taking account of this nafs. Therefore, Umar ta'ala this is his very well-known statement, Take an account of yourself before that day comes, when you are going to be taken an account of. When your account is going to be taken, then it's going to be too late to now make amends. Now you take an account of yourself, and you'll see where the debits and credits are. So start making amends and get the debits out, and increase the credits. Because that day when the account is going to be taken, it's too late to make amends. So, حَاسِبُوا قَبْلَ أَن تُحَاسَبُوا That, take your حِسَابْ كِتَاب before that day, when your حِسَاب is going to be taken. So in this hadith-shareef, the Nabi Wasallam says, أَلْقَيِّسُ مَنْ دَانَ نَفْسًا That this intelligent person is the one who makes this حِسَابْ كِتَاب of this nafs. He makes his daily مُحَاسَبَة. وَعَمِلَ لِمَا بَعْدَ الْمَوْتِ And he does that which is going to benefit him after death. وَالْعَاجِزُ مَنْ أَتْبَ this is the intelligent person. The fool. Nabi Islam says, the fool is the one who chases after his desires. Whatever he desires, he must have. Whatever some desire came in the heart, he must do. Because everybody else is doing something, he must do it. No matter how harmful it is, where he's going to head to, what he's going to take him to. But he's still having hopes on Allah Ta'ala or everything will come right. Indeed, Allah Ta'ala is most forgiving, most merciful, but Allah Ta'ala has also warned us that Allah Ta'ala is dhuntiqam, Allah Ta'ala takes revenge also. When a person blatantly keeps committing sin, then the tawfiq of tawbah gets taken away. So this is not something to take lightly, it's something to be very concerned about. Allah Ta'ala has made this life a part of this journey towards akhirat a very very short period of time that we are in this dunya the period of time that we are in dunya doesn't even amount to a fraction of a fraction compared to the everlasting life of the hereafter in this little time that we are here in dunya Allah Ta'ala has made this a place for us to make our akhirat and among the things that will be of very great help in this path of making our life of the akhirat is this muhasaba this khalwat, having this time daily in seclusion with Allah Allah and in the salwat, the other mamulat, etc., whatever is done in that time to very good. But what must be done in the khalwat is this muhasabah. That we take the stock of ourselves and take account of ourselves. Allah tada, give us tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wanan, alhamdulillahi razzal. Beside the
1: لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله
0: وأصحابه وأصحابه مبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم لائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم لذالله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما
1: هو أهله لا إله إلا la ilaha illallah 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 illallah La ilaha 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 illallah muhammadur rasulullah صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالیٰ علیہ وسلم
0: دل میرا ہو جائے ایک میدانے ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو, تو نظر تو ہی تو آئے درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیطان دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار تو بی مگر غفاره یار رب بخش ده میره ساره گنا. اب تو ره بستادم آخر ورد زبانه میره ایلا
1: لا ایلا لا إله, لا إله إلا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم <تصفيق> الله الله جل جلاله عمن نواله الله 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 لا اله الا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم
0: اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك انت كما اثنيت على نفسك الله لا اله الا هو الحي القيوم وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم يا احد صمدا لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد اللهم لك الحمد حمدا دائما مع دوامك ولك الحمد حمدا خالدا مع خلودك ولك الحمد حمدا لا منتهى له دون مشيئتك ولك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد بعد الرضا اللهم لك الحمد كما تحب وترضى عدد ما تحب وترضى اللهم لك الحمد من السماوات وملء الأرض وملء ما بينهما وملء ما شئت من شيء بعد جزى الله عنا نبينا محمداً صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله يا ربي صلِّ وسلِّم دائما أبداً على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصل على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذمًا الا غفرتها ولا همًا الا فرجتها ولا حاجة هي لك رضى الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا اكرم الاكرمين يا, يا راحم المساكين يا ارحم الراحمين ربنا لا تؤاخذنا ان نسينا واخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا اسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا معنا طاقه لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها الا انت اللهم اغفر لؤمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم. اللهم ارحم أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم. اللهم اهدوا أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم. اللهم تجاوز أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم. اللهم فردوا الكرب عن أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم. اللهم اهدنا واهد بنا. واجعلنا سببا لمن اهتدى اللهم اهدى الناس جميعا. اللهم اهد الناس جميعا اللهم اهد الناس جميعا اللهم اجعلنا هداة مهتدين غير ضالين ولا مضلين ربنا اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل اخرتنا خيرا من الاولى اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق واعمالنا من الرياء واللسانهنا من الكذب وأعيننا من الخيانة فإنك تعلم خائنة الأعين وما تخفي الصدور اللهم اجعل أعمالنا خالصة لوجهك اللهم اجعل أعمالنا خالصة لوجهك ولا تجعل فيها حظا لغيرك ولا تجعل فيها حظا لغيرك اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان واحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على ديلك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك الله العالمين يا الله oh, most merciful, most gracious, most kind, most loving الله الله يا الله you are the law of the unseen you know what is in the darkness of the night what is in the light of the day يا الله Ya Allah, you know what is in the heights of the skies and what is in the depths of the earth, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you know what is in our hearts and minds, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, there is nothing hidden from you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you know all the things we have done, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but on this night, Ya Allah, we are begging you to forgive all our sins, Ya Allah. Ya we acknowledge all the wrongs we have done, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are those criminals who are confessing, Ya Allah. Ya we are those criminals that are confessing, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. You forgive this criminal, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make us your true and obedient servants, ya Allah. Ya <inaudible> Allah, for too long we have tried to find peace in everything else, ya Allah. For too long we have tried to find contentment in all the evils and sin, ya Allah. But it is never to be found, there, Allah. It is only in your remembrance, ya Allah. You have clearly spelled this out to us, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin <inaudible> we have been far away from you and looking for peace, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin <inaudible> bring us close to you, ya Allah. Bring us close to you and grant us the peace, ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from all the evils and vices, ya Allah. Ya Allah, we making sincere toba on this night, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you protect us from all the evils, ya Allah. Protect us from all the fitna and facade, ya Allah. Clear and purify our hearts out from all the evils, ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the pride, the jealousy, the malice, the arrogance, and all the love of the ego from our hearts, ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your muhabbat, ya Allah. Allah, 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 الله Allah, 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 Fill our hearts with the love of Rasulullah. Fill our hearts with the love of his mubarak sunnah. Enable us to live his mubarak sunnah. Fill our hearts with the love of diri Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of the amal of diriy Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Salah Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Tilawat and Zikar and Duaya Allah. Full of our hearts with the love of correct akhlaq, ya Allah. With the love of correct mu'ashirat, ya Allah. With the love of the correct muamalat ya Allah. And enable us to live the correct mu'amalat, mu'ashirat, ya Allah. Ya Allah blesses with the noble akhlaq of Rasulullah, sallallahu الله عليه Ya Allah, we are so devoid of the good akhlaq, ya Allah. We are empty of sabr ya Allah. We have no tolerance in us, ya Allah. Ya Allah, all the evils are in our hearts, ya Allah. Allah'u remove all the evils, ya Allah. Ya Allah grant us the beautiful and noble akhlaq, ya Allah. Grant us taqwa, Ya Allah. Bless us with tawakkul, Ya Allah. Bless us with inabat, Ya Allah. Bless us with rujoo, Ya Allah. Bless us with khashirat, Ya Allah. Allahu alameen bless us with tawazu, Ya Allah. Allahu alameen bless us with sahawat, Ya Allah. Allah, bless us with all the noble qualities, Ya Allah. Allahu make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Allahu al Ya Allah. We are so conscious about making everything else clean and shiny, Ya Allah. Allahu our hearts are so filled with all dirt and filth, Ya Allah. الله العالمين يوشعي نوحات صدية الله you shine our hearts up, Ya Allah. We all the dirt and filth from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, one drop of your mercy is more than sufficient, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are begging the showers of your mercy, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, shower down your rahmat upon us, Ya Allah. Shower down your rahmat on the ummah of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم. Ilahu alamin Ya Allah, if you shower your rahmat upon undeserving people like us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, certainly we don't deserve anything, Ya Allah. But if you shower your rahmat upon us, Ya Allah, there is nobody to question you, Ya Allah. There is nobody to ask you why you showed your Rahmat on undeserving people like us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we will get saved, Ya Allah. You will get protected, Ya Allah. On the day of Qiyamah, the means will be happy, Ya Allah. That His Ummah was saved, Ya Allah. Ilaw Allah, you protect us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from becoming a means of pain to the Mubarak heart of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, let us be a source of comfort to his Mubarak heart, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, through our evil deeds, Ya Allah. We have caused so much of hurt and pain to his Mubarak heart, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us talking to do that which will comfort his Mubarak heart, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, give us the tawfiq of performing our five times salah with jamaah ya Allah grant us khushu and khudu in ya Allah Allah grant us istiqamah of five times salah ya Allah ilahul Alameen ya Allah put the importance of salah in our lives ya Allah and put the attachment to the masjid in our hearts ya Allah Put the attachment to your house in our house, ya Allah. Let us be like fish in water in your house, ya Allah. ilahul alamin ya Allah. Put the love of dua in our house, ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to make tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif daily, ya Allah. Make your, enable us to make your zikr daily, ya Allah. Enable us to keep talking to you in dua daily, ya Allah. Enable us to practice every sunnah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Ya Allah, save us from all the vices and sins, ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect us from the sins of the heart, ya Allah. Protect us from the sins of the eyes and ears, ya Allah. The sins of the tongue, Ya Allah. Protect us from zhibat, Ya Allah. Protect us from lying, Ya Allah. Protect us from all the other sins of the tongue, Ya Allah. The sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. Protect us from every vice and sin, Ya Allah. Grant us istiqamat taqwa, ya Allah. Grant us istiqamat on Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin. Only with your blessing and with your help can we stay safe, Ya Allah. Allah, <1971cheerful> you protect us, Ya Allah. Don't leave us to ourselves for the blink of an eye, Ya Allah. Protect our families, Ya Allah. Protect our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. protect Ummat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ilahu wa sallam, Allah, all those us give them shifai kamila ajila mustamira daima Allah remove every trace of their ailments ya Allah give them complete cure and afiyat ya Allah Allah cure us also from all of the spiritual ailments ya Allah Cure some of physical ailments, ya Allah. Allah, all those in any kind of difficulties and hardships removed move with ya Allah. Grant darkat in each one's rizq, ya Allah. Grant us halal and tayyib rizq, ya Allah. Save us from every drop and every grain of haram, ya Allah. Save us from that which is doubtful also, Ya Allah. Allahu alamin Ya Allah. And all those who have passed away, Ya Allah. Make their complete maghfirati, Ya Allah. Grant them the highest stages in the akhirati, Ya Allah. Allahu alamin Ya Allah. At the time of our death, take us with the kalimah, la ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah take us on iman-e Kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on Tawbat al-Nasuh, Ya Allah. Allah take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Allah make that the best moment of our life, Ya Allah. The time when we have to meet you, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin make our and gardens of Jannah fa Ya Allah grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya Allah give us Jannatul Firdaus do that for me ya Allah ilahul alamin all the work of deen that is taking place ya Allah ya Allah accept it ya Allah make it a means of hidayah ya Allah Allah make it a means of people gaining closeness to you ya Allah ilahul alamin make it a means of all the fitna and fasad disappearing ya Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah in this mubarak man Ya Allah enable us to do that which is pleasing to you ya Allah enable us to value every moment Ya Allah, enable us to use every moment in a way that is pleasing to You, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, You grant us emancipation from the fire of Jahannam, Ya Allah. Allahumma atikriqabna min al-nar. Allahumma atikriqabna min al-nar. Allahumma atikriqabna min al-nar. Illahul alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who asked us to make du'a for them, all those who have raised their hands to this du'a. Ya Allah, you are the know of each one's needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's needs from the grave, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Grant each one the best of dunya and akhirah, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Grant Afiat to one and all in deen and dunya, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant us afiyet in our deen, Ya Allah. Grant us afiyet in our dunya, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin. don't take us to trial, Ya Allah. Don't put us to chest and trial, Ya Allah. We are too weak, Ya Allah. We cannot withstand tests and trials, ya Allah. Don't test us in dunya, ya Allah. Don't test us in the qabr, ya Allah. Don't test us on the day of Qiyamah, ya Allah. Allah, don't put us in Jannah, ya Allah. We can't withstand the heat of the sun of dunya, ya Allah. Where are we going to withstand the azab of Jannah, ya, ya, ya Allah? Allah, you protect us from the fire of Jannah, ya Allah. Allah, you protect us from the fire of Jannah, ya Allah. Rabbana aatina fi dunyaa hasana, wa fi akhirati hasana. Wa qina azab an nar wa qina azab an nar wa qina azab an-naar. Allahul Allah save us from all the trials and tests of akhirat also, ya Allah. Save us from trials and tests of dunya also, Ya Allah. Grant us safety in our deen, Ya Allah. Grant us safety in our dunya, Ya Allah. Save us from all kinds of trials and tribulations, Ya Allah. Throughout the world, wherever Muslims are in any kind of suffering, Ya Allah, remove it, Ya Allah. Remove the oppression from the Muslims, Ya Allah. Remove the poverty and hunger of the Muslims, Ya Allah. alamin remove all their pain and hardship, Ya Allah. alamin Ya Allah, forgive us and the entire ummah, Ya Allah. Grant us and the entire ummah the tawfiq of those amals that bring down your rahmat, Ya Allah. Save us and the entire ummah from such amal that bring down azad, ya Allah. Allah, accept the i'tikaf ya Allah. Accept all the amal, ya Allah. Make it solely for your pleasure, ya Allah. Grant us complete ikhlas and sincerity in everything we do, ya Allah. Allah, out of your grace and mercy, accept it, ya Allah. Make it a means of becoming yours, ya Allah. Allah, you become ours, ya Allah. Allah, you make us yours, ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, throughout the world where the atakah is taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of each one becoming connected to you, Ya Allah. Make it a means of each one becoming totally, Ya Allah, in complete conformance to your commands, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept all the fasts of each one, Ya Allah. Accept the tarawih salah, Ya Allah. Accept the tilawat and zikr and dua, Ya Allah. Accept all the efforts of deen taking place, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, you guide us and protect us, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah, all the good that we have been asking for and haven't asked. Allah without asking, grant it to us. Ya Allah whatever we should have sought refuge from Ya Allah without asking grant us refuge ya Allah Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adhaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam antal musta'an wa alayka al-balagh wa la hawla wa la illa billahi al-'ali al-'azim rabbana taqabbal minna innaka antas al alim wa tub 'alaina ya maulana mawlana innaka antat اللهم وصل وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين والحمد لله